Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe, welcome back to today's guest episode is with Alessia, and I freaking love this woman. She is a powerhouse. She has such a deep soul and just really beautiful, radiant energy about her. Her and I met, I want to say a, a little over a year in Clubhouse, actually, another app, another social media platform, and I just gravitated towards her energy, and I know you will too. So a little bit about Alessia. She is an exercise rehab specialist turned sales and energy mentor who is on a mission to change the way people view and experience sales. After building her first six-figure business on referrals and relationships alone, Alessia uses her experience to teach others how they too can build a business through aligned sales. Alessia is also the host of the Soulful Selling Podcast, where sales is no longer a dirty word and abundance gets to be your new norm. Previously featured in Brains Magazine, as well as various business podcasts, Alessia continues to find ways to deliver sales in a way that feels authentic, aligned, and from the soul. This conversation was so fun. We talked a lot about sales, but also how it shows up in your everyday life. Y'all know me. We talked about relationships too. There was a lot of metaphors and analogies between sales and relationships and just how you show up in your life in general. So it was really fun and uh, it, it was just a really great time. I'm, I know you guys will really enjoy this conversation. Uh, as Alessia, somebody who I avidly listen to her podcasts as well and I have learned so much, so much about sales, intuition, and selling from your heart, just being really who you are from the heart. So we're going to jump into today's episode and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. I'm here with Alessia. I cannot wait to get into this. Alessia, how are you? I'm doing great, Mary. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation. Yeah, thank you for being here. And one thing, it's funny, whenever I, I always listen to her podcast, guys, I'm obsessed. So I'm really excited you're here on my podcast. Um, whenever I hear your name, Olesia Allegretsky, did I say that right? Allegretsky, yep. Okay, Allegretsky. Okay, I just love saying that. Like when I listen to your <laughs> podcast and I hear you say your name, I, it just it just flows. It's just so beautiful. Um, thank you. So, yeah, uh, I would love for you to uh, introduce yourself. Um, just mentioning, uh, starting off, where you're from and where you live right now. Yeah. So my name is Alessia. I'm from um, as an hour and a half outside of Toronto, Canada, but now I live in Toronto the last um, 11 years. Actually, it'll be 12 years next month, which is super exciting. Um, I'm a big city person, um, so I love where I live. Um, and yeah, so I am an energy um, mentor and also a sales mentor. And my 
passion for energy and sales kind of came through um, building my first business. So my background is actually is in kinesiology, which is the study of human movement. And I just fell in love with the human body. I actually thought that I wanted to be a doctor when I was in high school. And then as I went into post-secondary, uh, into university, I decided that I didn't want to spend 14 years going to school. I just, you know, I wanted a family. I wanted to have children. And even though that hasn't happened yet, um, my life has unfolded um, in the most beautiful way because I, the reason why I wanted to be a doctor is because I wanted to help people heal. And it's just so crazy because now I help them heal on a whole different level, which I didn't even think was possible. Um, but, uh, we are where we are. And I think that this is how my life was supposed to unfold. And, you know, every single decision that we make and every step of our, uh, journey takes us on a different path. And I think, you know, listening to our intuition and listening to our, you know, our deepest selves rather than other people is going to really help us to take ourselves on that journey. And I think, you know, when we come here, we decide way before what this is going to look like, but we still get real, we still get to have willpower, right? We still get to get, um, have um, ways for us to choose because choice is such a big part of our human experience. And so, you know, I went into my business, I, I have, I, I'm still doing my kinesiology business, but I'm kind of trying to um, step away from that because that world isn't serving me anymore. Um, but during that time, I started to get into sales and I started to notice and said, you know, how did I build my first six figure business really on referrals based to be completely honest? I never really had to do advertising. I never really had to do anything. And, and then I thought as I started to do a little bit more coaching and as, as I got into my healing journey, I really discovered that I actually also am a healer, which is, um, you know, something that you learn when you go deeper with yourself and you start to ask yourself questions. And so for me, as soon as I realized that that was part of my journey and I really, I've always loved coaching because as a kinesiologist, you're also coaching people on the health aspect and the physical aspect. So coaching came really natural to me, but then sales all of a sudden was like a huge part of my journey. And I thought, you know, how can I change the way we experience sales? Because, you know, I don't know about you, but before when I thought about sales, I thought about this, the sleazy tactics where I'm being manipulated to do something that I may not even like. And I thought, you know, I want to change the way we experience that because really sales is fun. Like sales is actually very exciting. Sales is an opportunity to help somebody make a decision about where they're going next in their life. And that's so empowering. And, and I think that when we change our story around what sales gets to be for us is when actually business gets to be super easy. And all we have to do is just listen to what it is that we want to put out there. Mm, yeah. Oh, there's so much to unpack there. And it's so beautiful. Thank you for that whole background of like where you're at and then, you know, your journey with kinesiology and now in sales, which is so different, which I want to get into that. But I love what you shared at the last piece and just, you know, really what your, your brand is all about soulful selling. Uh, and I'm curious on your take, if you could talk a little bit about how sales really is healing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of the times, you know, sales will bring up 
uh, trauma because it's a very confronting um, act because essentially when we are selling to other people, we're in a way asking them to love on us, love on the work that we're doing, right? Because for them to invest in us, they have to be willing to care about the work that we do and love the work that we do. So if we have any past trauma around that, if we didn't feel loved when we were young, when we don't really understand what true love really is and how it can unfold, and it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic or even or even um, through our parents. It's something that we have to learn to do ourselves too. And, you know, for a long time, um, now maybe I'll get a little bit personal here, but my biological father hasn't really been in my life. Um, since I was about six or seven. So um, my mom did remarry. And that was a really healing thing for me, because I did have a father figure in my life. But for a long time, although I never felt less than um, the child that he had with my mother, um, you always feel that void, you always feel that kind of, um, you know, and, and when I started to do a lot of healing, what I discovered is I actually had a lot of abandonment issues um, that were coming up. And so when I started doing my healing work and, um, you know, throughout my 20s, I, you know, was dating on and off, but I didn't really have really solid relationships. And so when I went on this journey of healing, I started to discover that I actually was looking for love in other people. And I actually didn't love myself as much as I needed to in order for me to attract the, the right partner, the person that was going to love me as I was. And even if they left, it didn't matter because they didn't have those wounds anymore. So taking this example back to sales, when we are speaking to somebody and we're asking them to love on our work and love on us, if we don't understand what that means, and if we haven't healed those parts of us, what's going to start to happen is we're going to start to get into this place of, of being really, really engulfed in them and really putting a lot of pressure on them to actually serve us and to, which is a funny thing to think about because we think that we're serving other people, mm -hmm. but really if they don't buy from us and we become, uh, we get into this desperate energy, now we're putting it on them to fill our void. And so if you're having a hard time with sales, I really encourage you to have a look at where you feel you're not good enough mm -hmm. because if you don't feel good enough in your work, if you don't feel good enough in how you're showing up, there's a part that you're not looking at. That's probably a subconscious thing that you're just avoiding. And you think it's a sales problem. Like you think that you don't have the right, like, you know, step one, two, and three to sell, but really it's the internal thing that you haven't healed yet. And so through my work, as much as I talk about, um, you know, sales funnels and all these other things, and I think they're very important. I think having sales structures, especially if we're taking people through, you know, our programs, it's very important to have structure. But at the end of the day, that structure only happens at the beginning of your business. And you may change it throughout as you grow as a business owner, but it's always the same. Like the, the tactical stuff is always the same. But the way that you show up in front of people and the way that you believe sales gets to be for you is the answer to your problems. It is not your tactical things that you're looking for. It's not that three-step process to take through somebody through on a sales call to get them to buy from you. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was so 
good. I can feel my heart expanding as you were sharing that because it's sales is so healing and like from an energy way and subconscious way. And thank you for sharing and being vulnerable and opening up about, you know, your father. I think a lot of people listening will really resonate with that. And just having an energy, having something like that, going through a traumatic phase at, at a young age, right? We make that our story. We make that, oh, well, I'm not good enough because X, Y, and Z. And uh, so thank you for sharing that. I, you know, when we start to look back of like, why do I believe this? And you have these realizations that's like, oh, it happened totally. when I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, it's just what you shared with like me pulling away from that share was just so expansive of yeah, it really comes, a lot of it comes down to like, do we feel good enough? And how I had to really work through my sales process was like starting like really low of like, oh, I want to go eat somewhere. Maybe I'll practice my sales skills to convince them to go here. Cause I know it's going to be a good meal and I know I'll have a good time. So I would love for you to talk a little bit on how it really just is all energy. And especially when that energy is coming from a place of love, like I know we're going to have a good time here versus whether you're selling a product. Like I know my product will help you. I know because I created and it's from love. So I'd love for you to jump in on that, like energy of sales. Yeah. So I think a big part that we have to touch on is, you know, our expectations of the sales. So a big thing that I talk about is when we are in a sales situation, um, our expectations have to be very low, but our intentions have to be very high. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is we cannot be attached to the outcome of the sale. We cannot be attached to what that's going to look like. We just can't because I guarantee you, 100% that we're going to be disappointed in some way because it is not the other person's job to satisfy us. It is not the other person's job to make us feel good. It is not the other person's job to put money in our bank account. And I think that when we get really clear on that, because if we think about it, when we think about sales, we think beyond than just the sale. We're like, okay, how am I going to spend that money? Where am I going to put it? When we start a business, we think about all the things that the business is going to give us. And a huge part of it is money and freedom, right? Because we get to do what we want. And we usually as business owners will make a lot more money than we would as an employee, especially when we're a few years down the road in our business. Maybe at first it's going to be rocky because we're still setting up, but for the most part, entrepreneurs have a lot more benefits than an employee. We get to choose our schedule. We get to, you know, have expenses that we can write off against our our taxes. Like there are so many things that we can do, which is beautiful about being a business owner. And we get to expand and grow as much as we want. Whereas an employee, we get put into a box. And so sometimes we have to also remember that it's not just about what our business gives us. We have to think about the, the things that we provide for people. So going back to, let's say a sales call, because I'm sure you have a lot of coaches that are and healers on that listen to this podcast. So let's, let's use the sales call as an example. When we are, before we even hop on the call with somebody, we have to be very intentional about what we're doing. We have to be very intentional about how we're there to help them. We're not there to sell them. And I know that that sounds really funny to say when you're on a sales call, I'm not, of course I'm there to sell them. Like that's the whole point of the call. But I want you to start to take yourself away from that, that that's not the whole point of the call. The whole point of the call is to serve them, is to provide them with an opportunity 
to do something different in their business and in their personal life and whatever kind of thing that you sell or even a product that you're selling, how is that product going to enrich their life? And can you see how this language completely changes? I'm not attached to what they decide to do, whether they decide to buy from me or not. I'm not attached because I am putting the power back into their hands and I'm letting them make the decision which is very different than saying like I, than me hopping on a call and saying, okay, I got to sell this person because I have bills to pay. Can you see how different that feels? Mm -hmm. And what starts to happen is that's how your energy shows up. So when we are showing up on a call and we are, have all these expectations of what the other person has to do for us. Cause really when we have expectations, we're expecting them to do something for us. Right. But it's actually the other way around. When we show up on calls, we have to drop those expectations and really dig into how we can serve them, how our product can enrich their life, how our service can enhance their progress in their business if that's what you are selling, right? And so really just changing. So the energy, when we change the energy of how we show up, all of a sudden that person does not feel that heavy like energy to, to need to buy from us, right? A lot of the times they want to, because they look at you and they go, oh my God, like they're not even like wanting to, wanting me to, to want to sell me. They're actually coming from a really good place. So now they trust you, right? Cause a big part of someone buying from you is they have to know that you, they have to trust you and they have to be, and they have to feel safe with you. Right. And they have to like you. And so if they, a lot of the times, if somebody's hopping on a sales call with you, most of the, I mean, a lot of the times they already know who you are. And that's the thing we have to remember is that if someone is brave enough to hop on a sales call with us, they already know who we are. They probably have already checked us out. They know what we do. We don't have to sell ourselves. All we have to do is sit back and say, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. And let them speak, listen to what they're telling you and not try to convince them. And this is why I don't like using objections as a way to sell to people, as a way to, 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 to help what we, you know, other sales coaches will, out there will say that like, we need to use their objections to remind them why they need to buy from us. But the thing is, is then we leave them uninspired. We leave them scared. Like, I'm sorry, I don't wanna, I don't want anybody to buy from me who is scared. I want them to buy from a place of empowerment. I want them to spend their money because they're excited to work with me. Not because they're scared that if they don't work with me, that they're going to lose their business or whatever the case may be. So can you see how that energy is so different in how we present ourselves and how we present our offers and how we show up that, you know, when people buy from us, they feel empowered. And the thing is, is if they don't buy from us, it doesn't matter because you already went into the call with no expectations. Your only intention was to help them. And if you aren't able to help them, that's actually very empowering for you because now you can guide them to the person that can. And like, how abundant does that feel? You know, knowing that you can help somebody through somebody else. Like for me, that's the part of sales that I get really excited about because if I can't help them, most likely I know somebody who can. And that to me feels very abundant. And that to me feels very actually empowering because I know when I send that person to somebody else, I know that that's going to come back tenfold to me. Mm, wow. That's like, so like selfless, but, and that's right. When we put ourselves, when we put other people and when we're trying to help somebody and we're saying like, Hey, this is actually about you. It means nothing. If you buy my product, cool. If you don't buy it, 
cool, whatever. And it's like, you're really guiding people from the soul, from your heart. And I can feel that passion. And just, I literally loved hearing you say that because it's something that I get really passionate about too, is when you've been around people who maybe you're buying a product, maybe you're investing in a coach, a healer, and you can feel they're pushy and it's like, whoa. And it's, but then you like the people of Lisa and me, I would be afraid to say no. And then that just doesn't feel good on my end. And, but you're so right. When you come from a place of, if you buy this, you know, like I'm here to serve you, how you said, uh, have your expectations low, but your intention high, I love that. And what was coming through for me, I actually had this realization last night where everybody on here knows I'm manifesting my soulmate. And, but I was thinking about past relationships where in the past with even just men ghosting me. And I had this realization of like, wow, instead of me playing victim and feeling bad that maybe they didn't love me, maybe I wasn't good enough for them. I'm like, well, they missed out, man. Like y'all missed out on a good product, a gift, whatever. So that's kind of what I was pulling as you were sharing that it's, you know, like, and maybe I wasn't their match, right? Somebody else was, and that's okay. So it's like, that's with like sales too, is like, I'm not going to, you know, we're, we as healers and coaches aren't going to be the perfect fit for everybody, but it means nothing about us. It's making it about them and letting them go off their way. Yeah. I love that. And I think that it's like relationships is such a great example to bring back to sales because especially when we are, you know, manifesting or working on manifesting our soulmate. I mean, I did a lot of that work in the last almost like a year and a half Um, I was in a relationship for almost five years that did not serve me, um, but was a catalyst for my healing. So as much as I, you know, when I was in it, I was not like my fullest self and I couldn't express myself the way that I wanted. And I felt kind of trapped. It was very difficult leaving that relationship because it was very comforting and the connection was very strong. However, we didn't serve one another. And so when I left that relationship and you start to do the first thing I said to myself is like, I'm not going on any dates. Like I am taking time to myself to understand who I am. And so it was just funny because you just learn so much about yourself and you, and, and I think when you are, you know, in a dating situation where you are, you know, dating and dating and you can't find your person, it can be very daunting. It can be very disappointing. And same thing with sales, you know, you could be having, you know, conversations with people about your work and no one is buying. And where's the first place that we go is it's like, it's my fault. Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. Right. Like we go right to ourselves and we belittle ourselves and we don't realize that we're probably an inch away from that person. We're an inch away from that sale. But as soon as we lose the faith, as soon as we say, you know, I'm not good enough is exactly how we actually hinder our progress and hinder at the time the you know when we see people manifest very quickly it's because they're in that energy and they don't let anything get in their way so i think it's so empowering that you're talking about how cuz i was the same way you know when i started dating at first and things weren't working out i was like oh my god i'm doing the same things and i was really hard on myself and then i started to say like my gosh you know like god universe is like protecting me you know when this guy ghosts me oh my god thank god <laughs> Because now I know the kind of person that he is because a normal person doesn't ghost another person. And so I think that we have to understand that because when we are 
with somebody who is a, is a healthy individual who cares about other people, who is going to not only, you know, enrich our lives, but is going to help us to really create this incredible relationship with them. Isn't going to do things like this, you know, isn't going, a man is not going to ever ghost a woman that he, you know, not even if he's not even wanting a relationship with her, a real man would never ghost a woman like that. He would have a conversation with her. And so these are the lessons I've learned. And, and I've been, I've been very fortunate that I have found somebody, um, in the last five months that I'm very passionate about. And, and I keep saying to myself, like, thank God I didn't, you know, wait for these other, I don't want to say losers, but these other guys who are not men, (laughs) you know what I mean? And we also have to look at it from a sales standpoint too. Like, thank God that person didn't sign with me because they would have drained all of my energy. I would have been exhausted. I would have regretted it. I wouldn't have served us. And then, and then you're holding their money, which is energy. And then that is circulating in your energy. And, and this is where we have inconsistent income is because we're taking money from people who are not a match for us. Just like we're dating people who are not good for us. And we think that, you know, if we keep dating them, somehow they're going to change. But the thing is, is like people are never going to change unless they want to. And a lot of the times, you know, people use people and that's the the reality. And so the same thing with when we're signing on clients is sometimes people, especially as healers, we have very, very magical energy and people want to attract, to attach themselves to that energy. And we have to be very aware of the fact that like, we have to listen to our intuition when we're having conversations with these people. And if something feels off, do not take their money. There have been so many times where I've said no to people because I'm like, oh my gosh, like if they get in my energy, if their money comes into my bank account, like that's going to mess up everything. And so can you see again, like I'm talking about the energetic component of it. Can you see how that's so different than saying, then you know, signing somebody on that doesn't serve you or your energy or your higher purpose and just like dragging your feet through it. And then you're setting yourself back. You're probably hindering yourself from inviting other people who are actually a good fit for you into your energy. And so I think that the more we practice, you know, listening to our intuition and listening to ourselves and, and really you know, sometimes choosing not to sign up with somebody because we know they aren't a good fit is like a really empowering thing for your business. And I guarantee you when you start doing that is when all of a sudden you're going to be like, and this person signed and this person signed and oh my gosh, now I'm full. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so freaking empowering. Hearing you share that is like, fuck yes. And just like, I love, thank you for like sharing, like, even just like, it was like a lessons and, uh, just really working on like, okay, with, with this person, I learned a lot about myself in this way, but these are the areas that I, that I realized I didn't want. And this person doesn't serve me. So I'm going to continue on. And it's like the same thing with sales is when, you know, you're at, at least for me, what, what was coming up for me is like, when I first started to have sales calls, I was so awkward because I was traumatized from sales. So I'm showing up in this awkward energy and of course they didn't buy, which is okay. Cause they could feel my energy was uncomfortable, but I would take that as a learning lesson of, okay, like, why did I feel uncomfortable when I got to share my exactly. price point? what don't I believe about myself that makes me worthy? So it's like, I love the the comparison of the relationships where 
it's like, okay, this isn't a fit. Let's move on. Let's learn. Let's grow. What's next. And you know, now you're 80%, 90% closer. And then, like you said, you get to a point where you're like, I have a full roster. I can't take any more clients on. Uh, so I love, I love the comparison. Uh, now you mentioned a lot of uh, intuition and sales, and you are such an intuitive being. And as you're being a healer and uh, all about selling from your soul, can you speak a little bit on how to really tune into your intuition, whether you're a prospect or whether you're buying from somebody who is selling to you? And then I would love for you to speak on um, when you are in the case, when you are selling to people, because as as, as we are all on the spiritual journey, self-improvement, you know, we're always investing and then we're always doing the opposite. So I would love to hear your take, uh, for, for either, for both of them and how to like lean into your intuition. Yeah. So I think a big thing that we have to keep in mind is that we, this is a, a lifelong journey to be complete. Like I, I will say it up front. So it's like, you might be listening to me and going, oh, well, it's so easy for her to say, it's so easy for her to, to tune into her energy. It's, it's just so easy. And it's not like, I really, I started my healing journey about seven years ago. And it's not really until I got out of this relationship about a year and a half ago that I really stepped into my power because you know, again, going back to the relationship, I've manifested an incredible human in my life that like our, our lives just like collided, our timelines just collided that if I hadn't done that work, it wouldn't have happened. So it's the same thing going to your, you know, when you are, let's say, um, you know, learning to tune into your intuition, it's like, you have to really be honest with yourself And I know that like for a lot of people that can be very triggering, it can be very challenging because then we really are asking ourselves the deep questions. But the way that I started to do that was that every, like I have a rich, I do a a morning ritual every single morning where I like, I get up. Um, One of the things I started to do in the last, I would probably say like six months, maybe even longer, maybe from the summer, I do not bring my phone into my bedroom. So my phone actually sits in my living room and I do not bring it into my bedroom. And the reason being is as soon as we get up, what's the first thing that we do? We want, act, we want right away, we want activation in our brain. We want our brain to start working. So we reach for our phone. Oh, who texted me? Who called me? What, you know, who's reaching out to me? What kind of emails do you have? And all of a sudden, like you wake up and then you're bombarded with other people's shit. Like you haven't even had a moment to sit up and say like, how am I feeling today? And so what I've done, and it has been like a game changer for me is I, I leave my phone in the living room. I do not touch it. I don't use it as, you know, I have a, an Apple watch. So I use it as a, you know, if people are saying, well, I need my alarm, I have that. And I actually bought a different alarm to have in my bedroom because I was like, I don't want my phone anywhere near me. And so now what happens is I get up. And I like, I sit up in my bed and the first thing I ask myself before I even do anything is it's like, okay, how am I feeling today? You know, how did I sleep last night? Um, You know, I kind of go into, you know, how do I physically feel? You know, like yesterday I went on a really long walk and I did a leg workout. So it's like, I got up this morning. I'm like, Ooh, my glutes are tight. Like, you know, you just, you're, you're, but again, I am listening to my body. I am listening to, and that's your intuition. You're listening to what your body is telling you. And from an energetic standpoint, this is how we're able to make decisions when we're buying and when we're selling. 
is when we know deep down inside that that's what that feels like. But we can't do that until we get to know ourselves. So a lot of people will numb themselves. A lot of people will avoid having these conversations with themselves. They'll avoid reflecting on, you know, what's happening. They'll avoid like if they have a panic attack rather than, you know, moving through that and going, okay, what triggered that? How can I change that next time? How can I maybe breathe a little bit better so it's not as long? And they don't reflect. They just go, oh, it's over. Thank God. And then they move on. They don't look at what, like what the cause of that was. And so if you're listening and you are like, I don't know how to tune in, you have to learn to understand your body. And the way that we do that is we ask questions every day. So, you know, I get up, I go to the washroom, I brush my teeth. A lot of the times I'll make like my espresso, grab my water and I go and I sit down on the couch and usually we'll light a candle. I usually use like either sage or Palo Santo or something. And I clear my energy, you know, I clear, I'm like, okay, anything that's, you know, cause at night we're also dreaming. So, you know, there could be other people's energy that could be coming in. So I try and clear everything. And then I take out, you know, my journal and I just start writing and whatever comes through, I just write. And sometimes people will say like, I don't know what to write. Then just say to yourself, I don't know what to write, but if I could write, what would it be? And just keep saying that. Amanda Francis taught us that. Um, she says, you know, if you don't know what to write, just say like, I don't know what to write, but if I could, what would I write? And then what, what that does is it just, it moves your thought process. And then, you know, a lot of the times, like what I write is like about how I'm feeling, you know, if there's anxieties or anything coming up, or like if I have projects that I'm working on, or maybe in my personal life or whatever the case may be, or maybe I had a dream that was really like traumatic or whatever, or maybe I had a beautiful dream. Like there are days when I write beautiful things in my journal. There are days where I'm really reflecting. And so what that does is, again, you're really learning to get to know yourself. So when you are in a sales call, you're detached from from what this is going to do for you. You're listening to to the other person and you're listening for clues. When they're telling you things, like let's say, for example, if somebody was telling me that, um, you know, they have depression or they're, you know, they have psychiatric issues and they're looking for somebody to help them with that. I'm not the professional to do that. You know, if they come to me and especially, you know, if you're a healer on this, on this call and like, I don't have the skills to do that, but if I'm desperate to sign them up, I'm going to be like, yeah, I can do all these things and I can heal you. And like, it's all about it. But like at the end of the day, there's more to it than that, but we have to listen. So when we're listening and we're dissecting what they're saying, we get clues, we get confirmations. Oh, I can help them with that. Oh, maybe that's not something I can do. Or like, and you will start to build confidence to say like, overall, whatever they said to me, I know that I can be a help to them. And this is when we present how we can help them. But there, if there, if there are red red flags that are like being literally thrown at you and you're still choosing to sign them on that's when we are in desperate energy. Same thing when we're buying, when we're buying from somebody and, you know, we're, we're hearing that they are trying to convince us to buy from them, you know, or they are trying to use our objections to make us feel badly for not buying or, or like you said, like you had mentioned that your people pleasing is now all of a sudden coming in and you're like, well, I want to buy from her. Cause I feel bad saying no. Right? But that's a boundary we also have to have to set with ourselves about, you know, I'm, I'm, 
I used to be a people pleaser. I still catch myself doing it now. So that's something we have to be aware of. But again, in my gut, I know that that person isn't the right fit for me. And having the confidence to say no is so empowering. But again, we have to know ourselves. We have to know what's a good fit for us because I've made those purchasing um, mistakes before. They cost me a lot of money, but I learned, right? So it's like, it will happen to you. But the more work you do on yourself and sit with yourself and let yourself really just experience what it feels like to be with yourself, because most of us don't do it enough. I guarantee, I guarantee you, I don't even do it enough. I should be doing more, spending more time with myself and not watching Netflix or like scrolling through Instagram, you know, like that's not being by yourself. That's other people's energy. It's when you're sitting or if you're walking in nature and you're listening to your body and you're listening to your thoughts and you're processing them. That's how we learn to really in tune into our body and really, you know, get, get really personal with ourselves. And that's when we can distinguish the difference between our intuition and somebody else's energy. Mm, That's so good. Uh, It's like, we, it's so simple yet. So true. Like get to know yourself, (laughs) but people are afraid, which is okay. But when, because then you wake up to your own power and, and it's, it's so empowering. And I, I love that you said, uh, it's like having the confidence to say no, like that just jumped out at me. I'm like, yeah, like that is true. Soulful selling. That's true. Soulful being who you truly are in your true energy. Uh, so that is like, a really beautiful piece. And, uh, there was one thing that was coming through for me, which is like, as you're doing that and you're putting up these boundaries and, you know, you're feeling more into your, your power when those nerves and that, maybe that fear of like the selling aspect, selling, even putting yourself out there, right. We talked a little bit about relationships when you're selling yourself, essentially, whether it's putting yourself out there, whether it's selling a product, a service, somebody into your business, somebody to buy, you know, a healing session from you. When some of that like fear, maybe that not good enough is trying to pull you back down from you owning your power, your confidence. What is a piece of advice that you could share to release that? I think it's just doing the work. Mm. Just, just honestly, it's, it's a consistent, like I was going to say before you asked that question is like, this work is messy. It's never going to be linear. It's always going to feel sticky. It's, it's, it's always like, I feel like I'm in a, I've been in like, um, it's really interesting. I've been in a, in a journey right now where I've wanted to put new stuff out there and I just don't feel energetically aligned. And for me as a generator, I can't be putting stuff out there and pushing it because that's actually will hinder my business. And so I've had to be very patient with myself the last probably even like eight months where I've really wanted to like my higher being is like, okay, Alessia, like it's time to do this big thing, but like I'm physically not ready. And so being okay with that and being okay not to push myself is also a practice So if we are in a place where we feel, you know, still unwell, just like be easy on yourself. Like this work is messy, this work, but every time you practice, you know, selling, like I always encourage people, anytime I do a talk, I always say to people, I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to throw this out to, to your audiences, book 10 calls in the next couple of weeks with no intention of selling, you know, put it on your Instagram stories to say, I have 10 
you know, expansive calls or something like that, whatever you want to call it, action calls, you know, if you're feeling stuck with something or, or even as a healer, you know, can we, can we look at some parts of your, of your life where you feel kind of stuck and let's see if we can move through that and just show up on those calls with the intention to serve and the intention to practice because you're practicing your craft, right. And finding, I mean, there are always times, even today, even now, you know, where I hop on calls and I say stuff and I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. But then again, it's part, it's part of your journey, right? So, you know, be easy on yourself. If you still catch yourself, you know, um, being in fear or catch yourself talking too much, just take it as a lesson, take it as a, as a way, you know, uh, an opportunity to, to practice. And sometimes what happens too, is like, I'll hop on a call or like I hear hear a client of mine say, well, you know, like I gave them this offer, but it wasn't the right one. But then I got off the call with them and then something came to me to say to give them this other thing. And now I don't know what to do. And so I say, so send them a message and just say, hey, listen, this came through and I don't know if it'll serve you or not, but I just want to throw it out there, right? With no expectations, you know, with being okay if they don't even reply, being okay with that, right? And the more we practice that, the more we sit in that energy, the more we start to love on ourselves more. Because again, every single time, if we still are not fully in love with who we are and we trust ourselves, we're going to get triggered every single time. So it's just an opportunity and a flag to go, okay, it's there's still room for healing. There's still, but being easy on yourself and letting yourself and giving yourself the space to do that. And it's just going to take time and being okay with that. And, but also remembering that there will come a point where you have to take action. Some of it is not going to, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be hard, but I think the more you do that, the more confident you become in your work. Um, and sometimes you may even get the messages of, oh, maybe this isn't even the right thing for me to sell. Sometimes you'll get a message that says, you know, I think that I should be going this way and not that way. Because when I started my coaching business, I wasn't focusing on sales. But then what I started to do, what started to happen is when I started to work with people, it's just so happened that sales was always a big part of our conversation. And so I thought like, I, you know, I need to focus on sales and sales is something that I catch myself being excited about when I'm teaching about that. And so why not fill my whole business with that? Because whatever fuels you is what's going to help grow your business. So doing a thousand things in your business is also not great, even though there are a lot of people out there saying right now, oh, don't niche down, don't niche down. It's too, you know, it's too strong. It's too, but actually that's how we get, that's how we get actually really good at our work is when we do niche down and when we do focus, because again, your audience also at the same time, may be very confused about what you do if you're doing 10,000 things. But if you have a consistent message that you're putting out, you're going to be known for that. Like people know that I talk about energy and sales. I don't talk about other things. I don't talk about marketing. I don't, I don't even teach funnels and people know that I don't teach that. Right. So being known for the work that you do is also very important because sometimes, you know, they may send you a referral because they know exactly what you do. They're not confused. And a lot of the times, sometimes, and a lot of the times when people don't buy from you, it's probably because they're confused to what you do altogether. So messaging is also very important, but being confident in that messaging is even more important and not being wishy-washy about what you do. 
you know, a lot of the times people will say, well, I don't want to just talk about this because then a lot of people will fall off. Great. They're not your people. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you know, like that's, you know, you want people who are looking for your work. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That definitely even resonates a lot with me. I was like writing some notes and stuff that was coming through. It's like, because as coaches, as healers, we want to help everybody and we can but we're not meant to help everybody. And, and even using the analogy again of the relationships, like, yeah, maybe we could, there are different options and a bunch of people who would date us or we would date them, but we're not meant to, we're meant to find our specific person. That's like kind of what I was pulling from, like really owning your message of who is meant for you. And the one thing too, that I wanted to highlight that I love what you do is leaning into the intuition and sales, because when you are sitting there, maybe you have a script and you think it's going to go this way. And it's like, that's making it about you. You're not helping them. Like you're not allowing yourself to adjust if you're trying to stay to a script or, um, in that way. So if you're leaning into your intuition and, and being able to pivot and navigate in the moment is always the best way possible. Uh, so the one thing, and you, uh, I know you kind of mentioned, a little bit about your soulful selling method. I mean, you can, if you're listening to this, you can literally feel her soul, soulful selling <laughs> method. Like I'm like, yeah, I can feel it. So can you talk a little bit about the soulful selling method and then maybe yeah. your favorite part of it, of, of soulful selling through sales? Yeah. So this is actually like the strategic part of my business that I teach. And what that is, is when we have the intention of creating something for somebody, or we have the intention of uh, selling something like a product or something. Um, I, we'll go back to when we talked about in the beginning, you know, when we start a business, one of the first things we think about is it's going to give me freedom. It's going to give me more money. It's going to help me buy that house, buy that car, all these things. We think about the outcomes that it's going to bring, but I'm going to take you back. And I'm going to ask you that when you create something, you think about the person first. So the way that I teach the, the method is we think about people first, we think about money second, and then we think about things third. So when we're creating a business, we're not going to think about the things it's going to help us buy and the freedom it's going to give us and the travel it's going to give us and whatever the case, we're going to think about the people that it's going to help. And when you keep that at the forefront of your business, I guarantee you that you're not going to be afraid to sell because when we think about money first or things first, then we think about ourselves and we think about, you know, if that person doesn't buy from me, all of a sudden I'm behind on my personal goals, on my things that I want to buy. But if we put people first and we always are thinking about them first, what's going to happen is we're just going to have more people coming to us and whether they buy or they don't, we're going to be, we're going to have more exposure we're going to be able to speak to more people. So when you're creating something, always think about the person first. So people first, money goes second because money creates um, the way that we design our business. It also creates the opportunity for us to do more healing because, and it create, gives us more space, right? Because when we have more money, we're able to maybe have more time and we have more time. We take care of ourselves more. And when we take care of ourselves more, we create more boundaries. We're able to physically be more healthy, which creates our, the, my, the magnetism of our body, right? And then things come third. So things that help, you know, that help us feel good, like 
you know, driving a really nice car, living in a home that we feel safe in, you know, being able to travel, things like that, that fuel our soul. But all those things come after we help somebody. And so I think that it's really important when we are in a sales call that rather than thinking about, well, they're not going to pay me, think about how you can help that person. And I guarantee you, the more you do that, the pressure of selling is going to come off of you. I think that when we feel the pressure, we think about ourselves. We think about, you know, what that money is going to do for us, but that always has to be second. And as soon as you take that pressure off, I guarantee you sales is going to actually going to be really fun for you. Mm, That's so beautiful. Again, it's really just making it about the person you can help and can serve. And yeah, energetically, it just takes so much pressure off because it's like, okay, this is for you take it or leave it. I know it'll help you. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, I really love that you put it like the money second, because I think a lot of people have, you know, we want to hit certain goals and we want to live an abundant life, but it's the true abundance comes through how we've helped somebody and help and really help people as healers and as coaches, like that's our mission. So that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, now I feel called to wrap this up in a minute or so, but I want to um, let people know how they can find you and, and work with you. And I know you've been like in kind of like creation mode and what you have coming up or going on. So all the ways and all, all the things. Yeah. So um, the best way to find me is through my Instagram. So it's at Olesia Oligratska and also my website, olesiaoligratska.com. My website is a great resource because it gives you all of my podcast episodes there. Um, and also all of the work that I do is on there as well. Um, I'm not a great blogger. (laughs) I do have a blog section, but I'm not a great writer. Um, and I probably should stop saying that because it's, I'm not a great writer because I keep telling myself that, but I love speaking into people. And, uh, I feel that my voice is something that, um, is a a true gift that I've been given. And so my podcast is such a huge part of my business because I feel like that's where I'm able to really express myself. And so that's a great way to find me. Um, And at this moment, um, one of the offers that I do have is that Voxer support. So if you're in your business and either you're launching or you're at a place where, you know, sales is kind of feeling kind of, you know, icky to you and you're not really sure why that is. Um, Voxer is a great place to start because it's very intimate, but yet at the same time, there isn't a commitment portion to it. Cause I think when we, um, you know, do one-on-one with people, we're in a group program, there's a commitment portion of like every week or every other week we have to get together where this is a great place for you to reach out to me whenever you need support, whenever you have questions. Um, it's, um, a monthly commitment and, um, you can decide however long you want to do that. So that's something that I offer. And like I said, I have been working on a sales course that is probably going to be a hybrid where it's like a mini mind where it's not a full out mastermind, um, because there is self taught inside of it, but I do want you to have access to me. So that's something I'm working on. But again, it's a project that I've been talking about for the last year and it just hasn't panned out. Like every time I was ready to go and do it, something happened. Um, you know, there's a lot going on in the world and it just seems that, you know, as soon as I'm ready to launch something else happens. And I just, 
accept that as part of my journey. There's still more healing to do. There's still more expansion to do. And I think that when we come from that place of saying like, you know, this isn't the right time or, you know, there's more work to do. Like also my idea of what this is going to look like has also expanded. So I want, I, I want to honor that. It's also just taking the pressure off of yourself that you don't always have to be on. You don't always have to do everything. Cause I truly believe that we never really lose people. Like, you know, when people say, Oh, you have to post all the time and you have to do all these things and you have to be engaging because, you know, if you don't, you're going to lose people. And I don't believe that. I believe that when I get to show up, people just magically appear and staying in that, uh, staying in that energy will really help you to really expand, um, where your work gets to go. So, Mm, yeah, thanks for sharing that because it's like, it's so beautiful. And that's one thing I really admire a lot about you is you are so good with your boundaries and honoring your energy. <laughs> <laughs> like I really feel that from you and y'all check out her podcast, the soulful selling podcast. Alessia already knows I'm obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> I message her every new episode and have learned so much, but that's what I do respect so much about you because I've, I've seen your journey where you take, you know, take the time to be super intentional and just be in your energy and not feel like you have to show up for people or people aren't going to be in your DMs or, um, so I really admire that about you, those strong boundaries. Just, yeah. Like you really are at all. Like you just hone in on all your energy and you know what you have to give, you know what you have to serve. And that's the energy that I feel off of from you. So you sharing that was just like a really great reminder. And I feel like a lot of people listening will really appreciate that like reminder of, you know, you you can give it all, but make sure you're giving it all to yourself first. Uh, and sometimes taking your time and that will save you so much time in the long run than maybe having to go back and add these new adjustments and ideas. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I love that. And, uh, I'll make sure all the links to follow you on Instagram and, uh, your podcasts will be in the show notes. And then one, well, actually, so I have one final question I ask every guest, but this question kept coming in. It's not something I typically ask people because it's like the general question, but for some reason I'm like, okay, I'll ask, uh, what would you tell a past version of yourself who maybe was just starting out in sales and felt that like stuck, that discomfort, just like looking back now from where you are now, so comfortable, um, to maybe when you were slowly transitioning, what would you tell that version of yourself? So I will say that some days it still doesn't feel comfortable, especially mm-hmm. if I'm talking to somebody who may have a bigger business than I do, which happens a lot. Um, but I think the one thing that I would say to myself and just be really blunt is stop making it about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just stop making it about yourself because during those times, instead of doing the healing work, I was looking for the validation in other people. Mm-hmm. And that meant through them buying from me. And so when they didn't buy from me, that means I'm not good enough. And so I just need, you know, somebody needs to hear it out there. Stop making it about yourself. Do the work, do the healing work on your own so that when you are in those sales calls, you don't need that validation from them to say, yes, you're doing a good job or yes, you're good enough to be a coach or yes, the work that you're doing or the path that you're on is exactly where you're supposed to be. It's just, yeah. Stop making it about yourself. It's not about you. Mm, That's a really hard, it's really hard to swallow. 
<laughs> but when you do the healing work, it's the most empowering thing you can, you can experience. Oh, uh, so, so true. And I definitely need to hear that. So, <laughs> and I'm sure other people listening will, that's something I've been working on all areas of life is I'm like, Mary, stop taking things so fucking personally. Like it's not yeah. about you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's, uh, that's so beautiful. And that's something that we, in my, in the coaching program that I was in, they preach that heavily on us. It's not about you. You're the coach, but it's not about you. And just having that all that reminder of it all come together of where you are as the healer, as the coach in your life, stop making it about you. <laughs> Oh, so beautiful. Thank you. And the, before we wrap this up, the final question that I ask every guest, uh, so us being you're great because you're already in energy and you get it, uh, true vibe, right? We're all about connecting to our true vibration or energy. What would you say is the, your true vibe? So the energy that you give to yourself and then you enjoy giving to others. I think for me, it's just, learning about myself every single day. The more I learn about myself, the deeper I'm able to love myself, the more I'm able to give to other people. Um, And I think really just the more I uncover, the more I sit in the uncomfortable, the more I let myself cry and release the energy, the more I really get to know myself. And that's my true vibe is is like my mission is just to get to know myself to the deepest of my soul. Uh, And the more I'm able to uncover things that feel uncomfortable and be okay with that and be okay to sit in that is when I'm able to really get to know myself. Oh, I love that. That was like so deep on its own where it's like my true vibration is getting to know myself as deep as possible through the discomfort. Ah. I love that. That's thank you. That's just so beautiful. And I know that will bring, um, inspire, inspire people listening to this, that it's right. It can be uncomfortable getting to know ourselves, but it's so rewarding at the end of the day. And it's just really inspiring to hear you share that. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This has been amazing. And I hope that we are just one step closer to loving sales and enjoying them and, and really letting, letting them not hold us back from the businesses that we can have. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. I know I definitely feel really empowered of like, yeah, I needed that reminder myself, like stop making it about you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah, thank you so much. And just for everything, literally everything you do, your mission being you working on yourself um, so you can help other people. Uh, So I just want to say thank you again. And uh, for everybody listening, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely reach out to either of us. Let us know your breakthroughs, takeaways, connect with Alessia, Uh, check out her podcast. Uh, It's amazing. And other than that, we, I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe, and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, truevibewellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light, and all the highest vibrational energy.